Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Now, let's join Billy Epperhart. Hello and welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Epperhart. This podcast is meant to empower you to, with practical ways to make a kingdom impact. And of course, one of the slogans we use here all the time is learning how to make sense of making money for making a difference. And we try to do this all in about 15 minutes or so. And it's about combining your faith with finances for a balanced and fruitful life. And so if you'd like notes, you can go to wealthbuilders.org, hashtag shop, and you can get your free download for this episode. Remember, wealthbuilders.org, front slash, I think I said hashtag, sorry. It's wealthbuilders.org, front slash, shop to get your free download of the notes. And then uh, and then today, I just want to talk about a few things. I've been talking about the stock market. Some of you heard of uh, heard me talking about how the market, I believe, is in what I call precarious or even dangerous territory. And I'm going to cover in the next several podcasts, I'm going to give you some background tips uh, of the market and then some looking forward tips for the market. I'll cover that over the next uh, several podcasts. In this podcast, I want to talk about some investment tips and cover those. And actually, there's kind of a person that's been famous in the media probably for the last seven to 10 years, and his name is Mark Cuban. Some of you know that are listening who that is. And of course, here, let me say this podcast is a biblically-based podcast, Uh, so we do go to the Bible for our direction and understanding. What I'd like to do is share with you uh, what Mark Cuban says his top 10 investment tips are, and then I'm going to comment on those uh, to try to help you know how to apply them in your life. So his first tip, here's Mark Cuban's top 10 investment tips. Number one, he says, pay off debt, then invest. And I think for many people, this is probably the right approach when it comes to how to position yourself. Uh, to be able to build wealth. If those of you who know me well and you listen to what we call the triple X factor, you know the first X, the forming of the first X is learning to increase your income and bring down your expenses. And part of the expense part, of course, is getting out of debt. I will only make one note exception here about paying off debt is that if you are buying assets that produce income to you, with debt, then we basically, I think Robert Kiyosaki in his book calls that good debt. What I like to call it is basically it's debt that produces income. So if you have debt that's actually producing income, i.e. rent, positive cash flow rent that comes off of real estate, you would be in debt. For example, if you had a mortgage on real estate, but the amount of money you have to make your monthly payment would be more uh, than what your outgo is. So that would be the only exception, I would say, to his investment tip of pay off debt, then invest. Then number two, never invest to get out of trouble. And believe me, I believe this one. And that's some things that I've learned one time early in my life many years ago. 
I remember making an investment in a printing machine, something that I knew nothing about. Not only, and I'll talk about this toward the end of the tips today, but when I tell you I knew nothing about it, (laughs) I didn't know anything. I was was just a young kid, my early 20s, and I bought this machine, and I remember it finally got shipped to me, and I remember kind of unpacking it, looking at it, and I go, I don't even know what to do with this. Well, that's what we mean when we talk about don't invest to get out of trouble. I was trying to get a printing machine to help me make some money I thought I could make. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, to say, the, to say the least, I lost every penny and more uh, on that particular investment. So what happens is many people, the reason this is true is they take unnecessary risk in order to get out of trouble. So don't invest to get out of trouble. You look for other ways to do that. Number three, and this is, remember now, this is the third tip of Mark Cuban's top investment tips is don't invest in the stock market. Now, he's saying that, of course, because of the volatility and and the lack of control that an individual investor would have regarding in the movement of the market itself. The good news, I guess you could say on the stock market, you do have the right to buy it or to sell it. So from that sense, uh, you can control your investment. What you can't control is when you buy a company, you can't control how the CEO is going to run it. You can't control whether they're going to make a profit that year. And so that's one of the reasons he talks about don't invest in the stock market. But then number four is, but if you do invest in the stock market, make sure you buy an index fund. Or I would add, uh, Billy here, I'll add that you are buy an index ETF. And people ask me, well, what, what does that mean? Uh, an ETF, by the way, is an exchange-traded fund. And when he talks about an index fund, uh, he's actually talking about a mutual fund. And so basically what an index fund is, it's, it's an, it basically tracks an index. So instead of making what we call active investments, trying to screen what would be a good investment or not, you just buy, for example, if it's the S&P 500 index, you would just buy, for example, that index, that fund that would represent the entire S&P 500. So if the entire S&P 500 goes up, then your fund or your ETF goes up. If it goes down, then it goes down. And basically over the years, these index funds, of course, have performed well. And so he's just basically saying play it, play it safe and buy an index fund. That way you have exposure to the entire stock market. Now, later in another podcast coming up, I want to talk a lot more in depth about cryptocurrency and some of the alternative kind of investments that are out there and kind of where I believe we're going and what I call the what and what people are referring to as the, as the next great awakening. I believe there's some things in the financial and banking system I've commented on that I believe are going to change. But right now, uh, I'm using these tips just to comment. So one of the things that I think is important is that if you're going to invest and you're just learning the whole this advice about an index fund or an indexed exchange traded fund or an index mutual fund, there's a lot of wisdom. His fifth tip is embrace poverty. I think he calls it live like a college student. <laughs> In other words, live broke. And of course, there's some good advice there, just simply meaning that you keep your expenses, of course, well below where your income is. And if you listen to us teach again on the out of the Money Mastery book, you know, we teach you to learn to live on 70% or 80% of your income. And then we talk about what you do with the other 30% or the other 20%. And 
And let me just mention that again here in this podcast, because I know we have new people listening and they haven't heard me say that. If we say learn to live on 80%, it means that you take of the 20%, you take half of that, which would be 10% of the whole, and you you give that away, or we call it tithing. You tithe with that. And then the other 10%, you split up and you have half of that you invest yourself and the other half you have somebody else invest for you. And so basically, that's what we mean, learn to live. If you want to be real aggressive and positioning yourself financially, then you can learn to live on 70%. 10% is that you tithe, 10% you invest, and 10% you have someone else who's a professional invest for you. Then number six, he talks about buy a stock you believe in and hold for life. So even when he talks about uh, not investing in the stock market, he's saying basically, you know, you have to take a long-term view of the market and buy and hold. And so, you know, that's true. I mean, we talk about Warren Buffett. He's definitely um, an individual stock picker, which I think actually in this, as we move forward in what I think is going to be kind of a new day in the next two to five years in the stock market. I believe that uh, individual stock picking is going to start coming in, but what he's talking about is really buying and holding, and that's really more of a Warren Buffett approach as well, where you're, you know, you're, for example, buy Coca-Cola and never sell it, or buy Microsoft and never sell it. It's kind of that kind of thought process. Then number seven, and I really like this one, is take risks, but play it safe 90% of the time. My experience has been in investing, whether I'm doing real estate or the stock market, this is absolutely true. There are times and there are moments and times, many of those uh, that would be uh, what we call a Kairos moment or a God opportune moment, when you learn to, to take risks. Some people never take any risk whatsoever and never move forward in the way that they should or they're supposed to. So what I would advise you on here and so, so that you know is that you have to know when to take risk. You know, just the other day I was playing Monopoly, uh, the old Monopoly. There's kind of different versions of Monopoly that are out now. But the board game Monopoly, and I played with my two oldest grandsons. Um, they're about two years apart. My oldest grandson's about to turn 15, and my second grandson is already 13. We played the, the board game Monopoly and from 5 o'clock in the afternoon to 1 a.m. in the morning. And I remember uh, as we were going through that, they would, and they called me Papa, and they'd say, Papa, now how come, how come you bought this and didn't buy that? And, or, and, all, and I told them, I said, well, first of all, you got to remember you're rolling the dice. What that means is you never know what's going to come up for sure, so you have to prepare yourself for the unknown. And I said, even when you land on properties, for example, in Monopoly, you have a chance to buy or put a house on, you have to see how much cash you have. Can you afford to risk it? Risk it? But most of the time, if you land uh, based on the roll of the dice, you would buy the property. Most of the time, when you have an opportunity, you would put a house on. But there are times you don't. And so w- one of the reasons that I give you that as an illustration is that 90% of the time, you just need to play it safe. So at the end of the game, I had taken it pretty conservative, but I controlled. I had boardwalk and park place with a hotel. And then I also had, uh, what is it, I think the green ones that are right next to Park Place and Boardwalk, and I own that side, and then I own part of the other side. And, of course, my oldest grandson, he went bankrupt quicker in the Monopoly game, and then my youngest grandson, he stayed in because he's a risk taker. He was willing to take the risk, and then finally he hit on 
on the boardwalk a couple of times and and uh, uh he couldn't afford to pay the rent so i said look i got to go to bed so we'll we'll call it a draw but actually papa won so but the truth is is and i say that you know kind of tongue in cheek laughing because he he knew papa had won but you take risks but play it safe 90% of the time in other words don't spend your money or don't risk your money unnecessarily make sure that you're The risk-reward is there if you're going to make an investment. Number eight, if one of those risks, and this is from Mark Cuban, if one of those risks we're talking about is crypto, he says stick with the big boys. That means cryptocurrency. I said I'm going to talk about that here later in in another podcast. So when we say that, and he says stick with the big big boys, I want you to know what that means in reality. What it means is where is most of the money? In In other words, what are the big names in cryptocurrency that other people are actually investing in. Of course, the big name that's out there right now in cryptocurrency is Bitcoin. There's others now, right? And now we have a, an actual uh, investment fund called Coinbase. C-O-I-N is the symbol. We also have ARK Investments that have taken a large, and that's A-R-K-K, that's taken a large investment in Coinbase. Coinbase, of course, has taken a large investment in uh, about the top 10 to 15 or so cryptocurrencies. So there's ways to invest to kind of spread out your risk, but stick with where the money, the bigger money is flowing. Now, if you want to just have some real risky capital and you want to take a risk on some of the smaller names, for example, in crypto, you can do that. Just make sure you can afford to lose the money. And then this is one that we teach all the time in our Money Mastery book and all of our programs. Uh, and this is uh, Mark Cuban's number nine, and I and I've been talking about this one for years when I uh, when I'm sharing with you what to do. Is that if you don't understand an inv- investment, don't invest. He says if you don't understand an investment, walk away. And I can't tell you how true that is in my life. I made mistakes when I didn't actually understand it. So the more simple and easy to understand an investment is typically. Uh, maybe not in every situation, but typically, um, it's probably a better investment. It's when it gets too sophisticated and you don't understand it, which would include cryptocurrency, then don't invest. So you can increase your knowledge, which is number 10. And number 10 is uh, of the tips is knowledge is the best investment. And I know we have many new people listening today, but those of you who heard me, who've heard me teach on this many, many times, is don't invest in something you don't understand. But also, if you have money to invest, first of all, the first place you invest is learn to invest in yourself. Read, study, pray, and learn about the things that you need to know and invest in your own knowledge. And so if somebody says, hey, I have a $1,000 invest, Billy, what should I invest in? I would say invest in yourself first, or in other words, invest in your knowledge we say under the law, with the law of wisdom, and we teach on the law of wisdom, that it's knowledge, specific knowledge on something. Then as you begin to apply that specific knowledge, you develop understanding. And then as you develop understanding over a period of time through practice and application, then that's where real wisdom comes from. So listen, I appreciate you joining us today for these, the top 10 tips. Pay off debt, then invest. Number two, never invest to get out of trouble. Number three, don't invest in the stock market. Number four, but if you do, buy an index fund. Number five, embrace poverty. In other words, I don't like the term poverty. I'm just reading his tip. 
I would say be conservative in your spending. Then number six, buy a stock you believe in and hold on for dear life. Number eight, as number seven, excuse me, uh, take risks, but play it safe 90% of the time. And number eight, if one of those risks is crypto, stick with the big boys. Number nine, if you don't understand investment, walk away. And number 10, knowledge is the best investment. So, hey, thanks for joining. You can subscribe, like, and follow the Wealth Builders Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, really anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more, get more information, you can go to wealthbuilders.org. And listen, guys, there's a ton of free blogs, event updates, and all kinds of stuff that's there for free. Doesn't cost you a penny on anything. And you can, and then if you really want to uh, submit your questions for the podcast, make sure you go to info at wealthbuilders.org and I'll do my best to answer them. Hey, so uh, remember, we also have wbuniversity.online where you can go on and subscribe to get some of that specific knowledge we talked about. So this is Billy Uphart. Thanks for joining me on this podcast, and I'll see you right back here. Bye-bye. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. The Wealth Builders Podcast is produced by Celine Williams, with music by Audio Jungle and narration by Greg Hunter. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.